Welcome to Culture Wire. I'm Meg Schiffler. I'm here at the San Francisco Arts Commission Gallery, standing in front of a photograph by Jing Donwin in the current exhibition, Impossible, Eight Chinese Artists Engage Absurdity. On this episode of Culture Wire, we're going to find out more about this groundbreaking exhibition. But first, you're going to meet a world-renowned artist that has filled the rotunda of City Hall with the sounds of San Francisco. I was interested in noise, in musical aspects of noise. And I was also interested in minimalism, which just, was just starting to become quite important. Sound art, as a specific art practice, has been around for four decades. In order to understand sound art, you can't simply read about it in a magazine. These artworks, often referred to as sound sculptures, need to be experienced in person and on location. One of the world's best-known pioneers of sound art is a San Francisco resident, Bill Fontana. Bill Fontana's work has been heard around the world. He's created special pieces for iconic structures, such as Big Ben in London and the Brooklyn Bridge in New York. He's worked with churches in Venice, and in Paris, Bill surrounded the Arc de Triomphe with crashing waves of ocean sounds. Although Bill Fontana has lived here in the city for three decades, it has been over 20 years since he created a major piece in San Francisco. And so far, reviews have been great. The Chronicle called Spiraling Echoes joyful, and the Bay Guardian described it as a playful work that magnifies the beauty of the rotunda. Director of Cultural Affairs Louise Cancel spoke to Bill Fontana just after the opening reception that welcomed Spiraling Echoes. San Francisco City Hall is celebrating its 10th anniversary of renovation. And 94 years ago, when this place was built, I don't think that the architect imagined that his great rotunda space would be painted by sound as it is being today. Bill Fontana, a San Francisco artist, has just opened Spiraling Echoes here at City Hall. Bill, you had your opening yesterday, and this is a project that is taking you three years to realize. Can you tell me a little bit about sort of what this represents for you? Well, it represents like a new chapter, I think, in my uh, professional working practice as an artist because I'm doing something here that's radically different than anything I'd ever done before. In this case, uh, instead of filling the rotunda with sound, I'm inscribing it with sound. I'm kind of making a, an acoustic drawing because I'm using ultra, these uh, devices called ultrasonic emitters which aren't really loudspeakers, they, they produce these laser beam-like, uh, high-energy beam of ultrasonic frequencies far, far beyond the normal range of human hearing. And these emitters use the, uh, the ultrasound as a carrier signal to transport audio. We're hearing birds, we're hearing clanging. Uh, what is the source of all of these sounds? Well, you know, originally I had a fairly wide palette of sounds in mind when I was thinking about doing this, but as I experimented with these emitters, I found that it was actually uh, sounds that have low frequencies in them, like foghorns, are very difficult to reproduce 
uh, on an ultrasonic pipeline. And the sounds that really weren't the best were sounds that were sort of mid-range high-pitched sounds, and birds are especially uh, effective with these. Uh, an, a very uh, classic San Francisco sound that works uh, really well with this are the signal bells of the historic trams that go along Market Street on the F line. And we hear water. And water. I have underwater recordings of uh, the bay. So in a way, you've, you've brought in the surrounding sort of Bay Area into the heart of City Hall here. Right, or at least the parts of it that'll, that I can fit through an ultrasonic pipeline. Delivering the sound to the ultrasonic emitter is using um, digital audio technology that's sort of evolved in the last uh, 20 years. Uh, hard disk recorder, digital mixer, those things. The basic kind of philosophy of what I have as an artist uh, in approaching uh, my work hasn't really fundamentally changed in 40 years. I think it's more that it's evolved and my ability to do it and understand it and work with it is what's really sort of changed and you know, gotten refined over time. But this is really the first time I was ever able to do a sound sculpture that was so uh, sort of transparent and kind of... Uh, in a way, kind of whimsical in a space. You've done major sound installations in London, in New York, in Cologne, in Venice. So how does it feel uh, to finally have a major installation in San Francisco? Well, it's, it's, it's wonderful for me because I think with all the traveling and all the projects I've done far away from home, I always felt like a bit of an outsider here, you know, like, uh, like I didn't really fit in, you know, and, and it was a great place to live, but I just thought that Nobody really knew, except some close friends, what I was really, really doing. And uh, it's really nice for me to have my family be able to share this experience. But this project seems to have sparked a lot of dialogue and interest with other sort of people and institutions in the city. And I hope uh, you know some other kind of things will follow from this. You know, people are wandering in and discovering your your audio installation. Uh, what have you observed in, their, in terms of their reactions? Well, I think uh, people are, are noticing it uh, in, a, in a way that uh, is su surprising. It really sort of stops people. I see lots of people kind of stopping and looking up, trying to figure out, are there really birds in City Hall? Because uh, it doesn't sound like a recording of birds. They sound like very real. I, I find it interesting how uh, people, uh, it stops people and causes them to kind of listen and take notice. You know, it really is, um, uh, I think, very exciting for me to see people from major art collectors and, uh, and the every, everyday person sharing equally in, in this beautiful installation of yours. So uh, really, the Arts Commission is very, very grateful uh, that, you know, you agreed to do this really. And I'm, and I'm very grateful that the Art Commission uh, asked me to do it and sort of made the effort to raise money to do it. And, you know, uh, and work really hard to make this possible. Spiraling Echoes is scheduled to continue through May 8th. You can experience this remarkable sound sculpture any weekday between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Begin on the first floor of City Hall and then take time to move around the space. The mix of sounds changes as you travel from floor to floor and no two experiences of the piece will ever be alike. At Bill Fontana's website, resoundings.org, you can listen to recordings of his previous sculptures and read essays about turning sound into music and on the art of noise. 
Here at the San Francisco Arts Commission Gallery, our current exhibition, Impossible, is now open to the public. The show, organized by San Francisco-based artist Michael Zhang, highlights video and photographic works by eight renowned Chinese artists who use absurdity and theatricality to comment on current political and social circumstances in China. Impossible takes place in two locations, the San Francisco Arts Commission Gallery at 401 Van Ness in the Veterans Building and at Mission 17 at 17th and Mission. There are many educational programs that take place during the course of the run, and there is a film screening of longer works by the exhibiting artists at the Chinese Culture Center. To find out more about the exhibition and special events, log on to sfacgallery.org. The exhibition, The Art of Change, is currently on view on the ground floor of City Hall. Wolfgang's Vault put together an incredible exhibition of rock posters and photographs, many from the archives of famed promoter Bill Graham. The exhibition documents music's influence on social change from 1960 to the present. The Art of Change can be seen weekdays from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. The Arts Commission wants to remind you that PIC grant applications are due by March 20th. The grants for programs in the community award up to $20,000 to nonprofit organizations that use the arts to better serve their constituents. You can find out more information at our website, sfartscommission.org. On the next episode of Culture Wire, we'll look at a new piece of public art that is just beginning to grow in the Civic Center Plaza. The sycamore trees just outside of City Hall provide a foundation for a natural sculpture by Patrick Doherty that will grow and change over time. You can send us your arts events listings or tell us what you'd like to see on future shows by emailing us. The address is culturewire at sfgov.org. Thanks for watching Culture Wire on SFGTV.